Welcome back to Triple Option. I hope everybody enjoyed the football this past weekend. Today we will be recapping week three of the NFL season. Um, getting get this out of the way early. Just me and Tom today. We're going to do a little bit of a two-man. Uh, Tom, how you doing today? How are we? Kind of uh, not so crazy slate, but a few good games this weekend. Yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. A lot of blowouts. Um, so like I said, today we're going to be doing our week three recap. For Friday's episode, we will be doing our week four preview. We're going to split it up again, and we'll also be doing a little bit of a mailbag on Friday. So in the comments below, if you have any hot takes, predictions for the season, predictions for week four, um, really just anything that you you have interest in in the NFL season so far, let us know in the comments, and we'll go through some of those for Friday. Um, so with that being said, let's just hop right into the games. Uh, let's start. Let's start with Thursday night football, just because your Giants played. Uh, I'll let you start. What What, what is your uh, takeaway from that game? If you want to call it, they did a playing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, they were just severely outmatched. It was a game where the 49ers pass rush is among the best. The Giants offensive line is among the worst. So clear mismatch there. Um, no Saquon, so running game was severely um, just held back so they couldn't really get anything going at all and they had 49ers had a couple really bad uh third down conversions like third and long long like 10 15 let it score in drives but i'll leave it at that they just got really got outmatched in pretty much every aspect of the game so that really uh sums it up there but let's get into sunday i don't want to think about it anymore <laughs> all right that sounds sounds good with me uh i have one game i think is the most obvious to start with on sunday i don't know if you agree I or not you should, yeah all right um the Miami Dolphins scored 70 points on Sunday. Yeah, it was, I think, three off of the of history. I think 73 was the record. I think they were like 15 yards away from the record. Yeah, they, they just knelt out. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I think uh, the running backs had like a combined six touchdowns, or was it? Eight touchdowns. They, they had four each. Eight, oh, okay. Okay, it was eight <laughs> touchdowns. Um, and then Tyreek Hill had his 54. Once Tyreek Hill broke off, the, I, I didn't even sit down to start watching the games. And it was like 103. Mm -hmm. And... I get a alert on um, on Sleeper or Twitter or something, and it was like already Tyree Kill, and I was like, "What happened? It's 103." Like with 13 minutes left in the game, he busted out a 60-yard touchdown almost, and I was like, "Oh, this is a nice uh, start to my fantasy week." But yeah, yeah, it, they, they just they just <laughs> look they, they they look like they look like like really almost unstoppable. Um, they played the Bills on the, on the road this week, so that's going to be the, the the probably the best game of the year so far. I'd probably say. Yeah, that's definitely going to be up there. I mean, like. When you just look through the box score of this Dolphins team, I don't know, like, what's more impressive. Like, Mostert had four touchdowns. A-Chain had 200 yards. I'm pretty sure before this week, he had, like, less than five career carries in his short NFL career. Yeah, he also, he was, had, he rookie, also right? had four touchdowns. Yeah, he's a rookie from A&M, yeah. so he has not played that much at all the first two weeks. Um, Mike White threw a touchdown pass. Robbie Anderson oh, yeah. Chosen Cho had a Robbie touchdown. Chosen. <laughs> like... Yeah. What do you think is worse, giving up a touchdown to Robbie Chosen or giving up four touchdowns to both of the running backs? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I think that might just be the icing on the cake. Like, all the backups come in and Patrick Sertan gets cooked by by Robbie Chosen for to make it seventy. I think once you get seventy, like that, that it's like a whole different realm of like, all right, this is like a low scoring basketball game. Yeah, and like, I I just can't comprehend seeing seventy points in an NFL game. Like, it's not Big Twelve no, football. Like, this is an NFL game. <laughs> yeah. And like, and the celebrations I'm gonna add top tier. Like when Tyree Kill jumped in the stands and the whole and the whole uh, team was just doing this with the fans. And then when he uh, the other one where they um, all lined up and like 
either line up next to each other and they all did their dance. It was just A1 Sellies. They're just so fun. They're, they're, they're cool to watch. Yeah, and like Jason Sanders had 10 kicks, all extra points. Um, I don't think the Dolphins punted it. Oh, they punted once. Okay. They punted once and then they had one real turnover on downs. They had one at the end of the game, if you want to count that, but they just, uh, okay. that was them taking it easy on them. <laughs> um, yeah, but overall, great. Like, awesome game to watch. I mean, not if you're a Broncos fan, but from an out, from an outsider looking in, super cool. Yeah, so that that's how the Sunday started with that just massacre of the Broncos. Um, moving on to another, you mentioned it, they're playing the Bills next week. Another not really close game whatsoever. Uh, we kind of thought maybe it would stay somewhat close. Washington was looking good the past few weeks, but Buffalo just ran away with this one pretty easily. Yeah, it's a shame Matt's not here to to uh, defend himself here because he, he he said three NFC East teams gonna be the playoffs and one of the and one of them's gonna be the Commanders, right? That was his uh, hot take. So, um, yeah, Sam Howell did, did not look like. Uh, did not look like even anything close to a good NFL quarterback. The Bills outmatched them pretty much, well, obviously in every way. I think it was 37-3 at the final yep. score. Yeah, so, I mean, really not much to touch on there. It was just a, it was just a stomping of the commanders. Um, I think Sam Howell, did he have, he got, took like nine sacks or ten sacks. I think he had four picks. So Yeah, he, he had a pick in every just, quarter. It's just been a nightmare day for him. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we had some bad takes. Uh, last episode, we made some... Um, overreactions based on the season. The Commanders making the playoffs was be- was was one of them. Uh, we have a few more that we'll get to as we talk about some other games. But we're not looking too hot after those. <laughs> um, I, I know there's one that there's one that I said. I think I think it might have been you. It was the, you I agree. Matt, too. Okay, I agree. Okay, it was, okay. <laughs> so, all right. Um, next up, the Titan. That Titans Brown game also stunk. Um, it was just like Titans were super down like the whole game. And something to watch now, Derrick Henry, he's, like, just not getting snaps when they're losing at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all Spears now. I think he put, like, 36% of snaps. They were losing the whole game. And as a Derrick Henry drafter, that sucks. Um, So I have to now just kind of figure – I have to wonder, like, where does this leave him? Like, he's, do you think he's going to be gone next year? Are they going to trade him for, like, a, how, how many more years are on his contract? I think, he has, I think he has one or two left, but an out after next year. So, what is his trade value if they get rid of him? Like, a fourth? Fifth? I like mean, the one thing, year, like... An, old, an older running back, one year remaining on a lot of money. That's, like, not an ideal trade target. The thing is, though, he's Derrick Henry. Like, you have to yeah. expect a bounce back. You have to expect him to play better. Um, and if you're a Titans fan, like, Derrick Henry owns the Texans. They play the Texans, I think, twice in December. So, if you can just stay somewhat relevant until december and then just use him to get those two wins yeah exactly like i'm i'm thinking about buying low on derrick henry but then i like see these stats and i'm just like i don't know about that actually (laughs) yeah like i think he had like i think he had two points i was like yeah 20 yards yeah (laughs) Yeah. uh and and he had like negative 0.7 for like a while that's real tough to look at but yeah um deshaun watson looked a little better a little better Still not great. I mean, he looked awful when I was at the game on Monday. Um, but the Browns still don't look like anything crazy. Um, but they are two and one. Two and one. Yeah, yeah. It's two and one. They're two and one. They beat the Bengals and they lost the Steelers and they beat the Titans. So, um, they still can make some noise, especially if I mean the Bengals aren't committing to Burrow playing tonight yet. So if the Bengals lose to this scrappy Rams team and they go zero and three, 
Baltimore's two and one, and uh, the Browns will be two and one. Steelers are two and one. Pretty good race for this uh, for this AFC North. Bengals didn't think it'd be the odd guy out, but they are. Yeah, and I think I think technically the Steelers are in first place as of right now. So I guess Matt's mm-hmm. happy to see that. It's only three yeah. weeks in, but it's always good to be up top. And um, yeah, Deshaun Watson did look better overall for the most part. I mean, he threw one pass backwards, which was just impressive. Yeah, like that was like straight cool. backwards one eighty. Like, yeah, <laughs> only that one like super memeable play because you saw it like I saw it, like thirty times and it was yeah. like. You know, just fantasy analyst Victor Levin, like, you guys told me that I was crazy for saying defeat Deshaun Watson. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, what is that? Like, like what what, what, what did that end in? Nothing. Like, it, don't, don't, don't victory lap in week three. But, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have to see if they uh, – I mean, their defense, those lights out. Like, their defense is legit. So, that might yeah. uh, really carry them um, for most of the year. Uh, moving on to another game that, again, not really super close at all. The Falcons-Lions only – Falcon, the Lions only won by 14, but this game just never really felt close whatsoever for the Falcons. Yeah, and um, a great showing from Amon Ra, a great showing from Sam Laporta. Um, they may have found a gem in, in Sam Laporta. Like, was he, was in, he was a mid-round pick, right? He's like a third or fourth rounder? He might have been um, second. Was he second with... Um, was he second? Because I think they had maybe two seconds. Was it him and he Brian Branch? Been, I guess, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think he actually may have been... Um, picked in the second that sounds about right um, i mean he's an iowa tight end like how how bad can he be <laughs> <laughs> because they because they took uh jack campbell at eight and then they obviously took gibbs at 12 so mm-hmm. um let's see what draft pick was in laporta he was oh no he was picked 34 so he was he was the early second so oh he just missed um yeah. yeah but even still so like you know to be contributing as a rookie this much like usually rookie tight ends really don't contribute that much off the bat and he's doing so so Shout out Sam Laporta, uh, Amon Ra battling turf toe and still at 100 yards. Um, Jameer Gibbs, questionable workload, not workload, but production again. Are you starting to say what's going on here, or is he just a rookie that's kind of getting eased back into stuff, or eased into stuff? I think it's a little bit of both. Like I think the rookie thing is definitely, definitely a little bit of a learning curve, and they're taking it somewhat easy. But this is just who the Lions are. I mean, last year with um, Swift and Williams, like, no one, everyone thought, oh, Swift's going to finally take over this year. Just didn't happen. Like, they just, just refused to do, like, insane workloads. I mean, Gibbs did have 17 carries, but again, Montgomery wasn't playing. I don't I don't think he's playing this Thursday. I think that's too quick no, for him. No, I think he's, like, he was, like, borderline IR, so. Yeah, well, they said, I think he started practicing already. I don't know how much, really? but I think, yeah, he so might have. quad for him or a hammy? I think it's quad leg i don't know <laughs> but like i don't know i think it's a little bit of both and i just think that's the way the lions operate and um yeah uh while we're on this game one other thing i just wanted to bring up i got the all cardio team dropping on wednesday you mentioned amon rod dealing with turf toe everyone was like oh josh reynolds might have a big game played 77 percent of the snaps had zero targets the entire game so he, he'll he'll be cracking the uh he'll, the, he'll, the he's locked in cardio. I haven't finished the team yet but he's locked in I mean he scored I think he's he, he's he had a decent week one and week two and then just absolutely nothing this week so yeah. that was kind of surprising he was like a to top see. waiver wire priority now um mm-hmm. or not he was like one of the top waiver guys for the week because with Montgomery being added Amon Ra being like sort of limited all week but he did not seem limited whatsoever he had a great game so. Yeah, and the Falcons' offense, I mean, Desmond Ritter, like, if they can keep the game close, he's a fine quarterback, but once they start trailing, he's not really going to come back. Although, I guess he did lead a comeback last week against the Packers, but that 
That's two weeks ago by now. <laughs> yeah. So um, while you're bringing up the cardio team, I do have to take a look. Um, I'm looking at Atlanta's receiving here. Kyle Pitts yeah. does. He he led the team in receiving. So although he may be he may be like just one of those guys that you gotta just the first guy you look at for all cardio every single week every the whole year. But he he I think he safely avoids this week with five for forty one. Oh, yeah, that is he, all of, he's yeah. definitely safe. I have a few others jotted down. I need to wait to see how the Monday games play out to lock it in. But he's safe this week. I think Drake London's safe this week. I mean only two catches, but I guess that's good for the Falcons' offense. <laughs> yeah, I think Ritter, like Ritter. Um, but something I would talk about with Justin Ritter. He's not asked to throw the ball at all. He had a really bad overthrow of Kyle Pitts that could have been a touchdown on the first drive, like like three minutes in. Like, I get it that you want to be a run-heavy offense and everything, but, like, Ritter is not asked to do really anything. And, <laughs> like, just hitting, like, it was, like, a fine, like, it, he wasn't, like, flushed out of the pocket, throwing on the run, like, avoiding sacks. Like, it was a pretty much just straight, like, deep post for Kyle Pitts and... It was unfortunate to see. Um, do you think, like, at what point do you think that, like, do you think the Falcons, like, really be like, are right, we going to roll with this guy? Or do you think next year is, like, we're, we're just buying Tom Verde here to develop the rest of the weapons? Because I get it, like, Arthur Smith, like, you know, he says he doesn't care about fantasy teams, but you have three top ten picks on your offense, and you use one of them. And you don't even really use one of them. You use one of them, like, 75% of the time. Yeah, like, so I... I thought you were actually going going to ask me a different question when you started. You said uh, for next year. I thought you were going to talk about this year. Like I think Taylor Heineke on the bench. I think he might he be. He comes a, in. I think he, I said it when they first signed him. Like he wasn't bad in Washington. Like if you need yeah. a guy that can that can lead the team, I think he would do a good enough job with the players they have. Um, and with the NFC South kind of just being mediocre, I think. I think Ritter probably has a decent leash because I don't think they're going to really fall too far out of the race. But I think, like, even this year, they might have to go to Heineke if they really need to. Yeah, because, like, Heineke's, like, fine. Like, he's below average, but he's okay. Like, I just say Ritter's bad. Like, Ritter really doesn't, like, and he's not asked to do anything. That's that's another part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I just, because the Falcons are going to be super fun. Like, I really want to see them. Um I really want to see them like just kind of pop off in the offense and see London and Pitts go nuts, but whatever. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see how they uh, rebound. I believe, I think the Falcons are in London this week playing the Jaguars, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, so they have a trip across the pond to go uh, play Jacksonville in their second home. Um, however, we'll stay here in the NFC North. The Vikings and the Chargers played... It started off pretty boring, and then it got pretty exciting towards the end. Neither team really wanted to pull away with it. Um, the Chargers won. Brandon Staley saves his job for at least one more week. And where do the Vikings go from here now at 0-3? Uh, I would say they're probably officially eliminated from the division race in Week 3. I think the Lions are 2-1, and one, and they still have to play them twice. And the Packers look decent, and... Uh, just luckily they're not the Bears, but <laughs> I I would just say, do you trade Kirk? Like I guess you like it wouldn't be bad to like see if the Jets are looking for somebody. We'll get to that game later, but like, what really can you do if you're the Vikings? You know what I mean? Like Jefferson, like he's still on his rookie deal, and like he didn't get an extension. Okay, Madison is. The, I don't think there's a lot of money tied into him at all. Um, Addison's rookie. Hawkinson they already paid like all their key pieces are there you know what I mean so I mean mm-hmm. I guess they might just have to ride it out and like just be mid 
If mid, they might win like six or seven games. Yeah, because like their offense is very good. But again, I don't know if their offense is putting up these numbers because they're trailing the whole game, so they're just trying to air it out, or is this offense actually this good and they can do it consistently? Because their defense is really what's holding them back. Like that's what it's coming down to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, like the Eagles game with the turnovers, like. Kirk's kind of just playing his heart out, and I feel bad for Kirk because I I even saw like it was it was like a like a, a freeze frame of like the last throw. He like got that throw in there, and it sucked because it would have get batted up into the air and picked off, and like you know that's how it ended. So I don't know, um, but I, I I want to see the Vikings play well. Like, they're fun to watch. I think Jefferson's cool like to watch on a on a good team, and but I just don't really see the ceiling being very high for them. Yeah, and especially like. You, all the num all the stats are usually like when a team's zero and two, they have like a twenty percent chance of making the playoffs. When you're zero and three, it's it's tough. Like it's very tough to come back from that. But I mean, you did mention they still play the Lions twice, so maybe if they can hypothetically win both those games, they'll be right caught back up with Detroit, assuming everything else can go their way. Yeah, like um, what's the rest of their schedule look like? I'm gonna pull it up really quick just to see if like. Mm-hmm. We're we're speaking a little over our heads here. <laughs> they they could just want to play really hard teams and be like, eh. Because they play the Vikings. Oh, okay, yeah. So they go to the Panthers. Okay, they got to get their first win. They're, they're at the Panthers. So, like, it couldn't be home, you know. Then they go Chiefs, loss, Bears. Okay. Hopefully um, a win. <laughs> 49ers. But the, also at the Bears. So, I mean, going on the road to a division rival, like, you just don't want to do that, no matter how bad they are. Mm-hmm. And 49ers, then at, the, then at the Packers, then at the Falcons, then the Saints. Like they could be zero and nine. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess last year when they had all those one win, one possession wins, it's just completely flipped on them this year. Now it seems. Yeah, like that. That's kind of the way it kind of is for the Giants too. Like they were, like the Giants just won all those narrow games. Like you know, statistically they're toss ups. So if you win all of those one score games and all of your games decided by one point, it all of it can go either way. So it doesn't matter like exactly what happens. Like next time maybe it's completely different. So now we're seeing the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And before we move on from this game, just uh, talking about the Chargers a little bit, Keenan Allen had a monster day. Um, Mike Williams, unfortunately, out for the rest of the year. Uh, so he's gone. Austin Eckler's already banged up. I'm, are like The Chargers just get injured every year, and it's already starting, and it's week three. Yeah, it sucks, because um, they could have been, like, them and the Dolphins are, like, kind of the two most, like, you know, exciting, uh, like, preseason-hyped offenses. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would say rightfully so, like, you know, with quarterback and weapons, like, I would say the Chargers and Dolphins might be the two best, but um, maybe San Francisco. But, I mean, it sucks to watch, and you don't really know how Echo's going to be when he comes back. Joshua Kelly's not holding up very well as a starter. Um, Quinn Johnson, I mean, he'll get more uh, He'll get more uh, looks now, so I guess that's mm-hmm. kind of exciting if you want to find a positive in there. But, you know, you don't want to see, like, a guy's, like, one of his premier targets, like, just one of Justin Herbert's premier targets go down in week three. It always sucks to watch. Yeah, so we'll have to see how they bounce back from that. And then one other NFC game, which turned out to be a pretty good game, Saints-Packers. Saints started, like, they were up, I believe they were up 17-0, right? I'm pretty sure the Packers scored the last 18. Yes, I want to say. Yeah, I yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, so it was 17-0 at halftime. The Packers scored all 18 in the fourth quarter. Um, Derek Carr did get injured, and Jameis Winston was not able to i mean i guess he was because he brought them down to field goal range and the kicker just happened to miss the kick but i'm i'm gonna get out of this ahead of time i think i might have been wrong on jordan love like every week he's just 
proving me wrong. I did not think he was going to be very good, and he's got the Packers to 2-1. and one. Realistically, they could be 3-0. and oh. They kind of blew the game against the Falcons, so I'm not too sure how, what to think about the Packers, but I think they might be good. Listen, I said in the preseason, in the, in the preview, I said there's a better chance the Packers come in second than if they come in fourth, and that's with me thinking the Vikings were going to win the division. So, okay, I was wrong about that part, but the Packers coming in second, that, 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 may, be, that, that may age very well. Because the lines look pretty good, the Packers look. I, I want to see when is it. When is this first Packers Lions matchup? It's this Thursday. It's Thursday night. Oh, it's a Thursday. But okay, well, it'll still, still be cool to watch. Both of their games are Thursday. It's this Thursday and then Thanksgiving. Okay, I mean thanks. Okay, Thanksgiving kind of makes sense. All right, well, I'm excited to watch it Thursday because that, that that'll be if the Packers win that game, they go three and one and they take the division lead. They, like you said, may be good. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mentioned Derek Carr got hurt. We don't really know what's going on with him right now. They're not ruling him out uh, for this upcoming game. I mean, I doubt he plays, though. Like, it just seems pretty sudden to rush him back. He's week to week, they said. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess they'll probably... Who do the Saints have this week? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that really matters because they're... Uh, they're now 2-1, and one, so it's not like they're on... They're, like, you know, 8-0. and oh. But... Uh, I want to say he probably he, he's an, I think he's an AC joint sprain, which is the same thing that Jalen Hurts had last year, and that caused him to miss one game definitely, and he probably could have played the second game, but he, the Eagles were like fourteen and one, so they said mm-hmm. sit. Um, I think he probably misses one game, uh, and that, and then he comes back. So, um, you know, hopefully Derek Carr gets healthy soon because the Saints that I want to see the division come down to the wire with the Falcons and the Saints and. Panthers not so much. Um, yeah, they're, they're yeah. out of it. <laughs> and, uh, and the Bucks and the Bucks are the Bucks got a game against the Eagles tonight. That could be a good game. Yeah. So obviously, if you guys haven't noticed yet, we're recording this before Monday Night Football, so we don't know the results of that. Um, one other thing on the Saints, just before moving on, Alvin Kamara finally gets to come back this week. Should help them because I mean their rushing offense wasn't really anything crazy. Their offense overall really wasn't anything special. Uh, they only scored twice, and one of them was a punt return touchdown. So yeah. And Kamara being the receiving back that he is, that's going to be huge. If for I mean, Jameis is obviously an established starter, but like in any situation where you have to change the game plan because you have back a quarterback, having a running back that can catch passes is always good. Yeah. Um, so this next game, don't need to spend too much time on it. Patriots-Jets. I mean, the Jets have now lost 15 straight games to the Patriots. Um, again, they... Uh, how much? 15. 15, yeah. And again, they failed to... Uh, they've only scored over 17 once. They only scored 10 in this game. They scored late. They actually almost won. Did you see the Hail Mary at the end? Like, they actually almost came down with it. Yeah, it reached. Um, but... And then you saw the slowdown replay. It was a little out... It, it, was, it wasn't like it was right in his hands and he couldn't get there. Like, it, it was a really weird deflection. But, like, it, it's tough because... Like, how much truth do you think there is to Rob Sala saying that he believes in Zach Wilson every week? Because, like, I think it's kind of getting old. Like, no, yeah, there's no shot. Like, I, I, like, I saw one play, like, like it was the last drive. They were on the goal line. And I think Garrett Wilson was, like, he ran, he lined up on the left, and he ran a, and he ran a deep route, and he was open. Like, open, open. And the safety bit to the middle. Zach Wilson could have just aired it out, and Garrett Wilson could have scored a touchdown. Like, 95 yards. But he just went like quick drop, one two. I think it was a three step drop, one two three drop, check down. Didn't even look downfield. Didn't even go through progressions. And I was like, damn. Like the, I think it was. I think it was a Twitter um, like breakdown I saw. It was only the one play, but I don't want to like pick one from a big sample size. But I mean, I watched the game. Didn't. Look a lot of them are like that. The <laughs> but 
Yeah, it, it was. It was a. It, it's like a heartbreaker, but like I think it's like a false heartbreaker because when they look so bad the entire game, like they just kind of give it life at the end. It's like you can't really be mad that you lost when that's the way the rest of the game went. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it was a like a 27-24 game and like they had a rough first half and they scored 20 points in the 20, almost 20 points in the second half or something like that. Like they just looked really bad. Um so I don't know where they go from here. Um do they I mean I guess I'm not going to throw in the towel, but like they win maybe 5 games, 4 games at this well, point. Well, if they keep rolling out Zach Wilson, that's throwing in the towel. Like after watching last season, we know what he is. We know what this team is with him. They just can't keep doing it. If they roll him out every week, you just have to assume it's a loss. Um, Sunday Night Football this week is Chiefs at Jets. I can only imagine how ugly that game is going to get. Um, like it's they, they can't keep rolling him out. They need to do something. Matt Ryan came out saying he's not interested, so that rumor was false. I guess Carson Wentz is an upgrade. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, but I think the whole Kirk Cousins trade thing is a little far-fetched. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, unless the Vikings are severely out of it come the trade deadline. I don't. I agree. I, I think that's going to be tough to do. Yeah, yeah. there's only like four weeks to get to tell on that. So, um, you know, it's going to be... Because the trade deadline is kind of early. It's not like week 12 where you're like, okay, let's make the final push. Like, you got to mm-hmm. like know like by, by six or seven games. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, another another NFL season and the Patriots still own the Jets. Nothing new there. Uh, the NFC, The AFC South... Two surprise wins this week. The Houston Texans beat the Jaguars, and the Indianapolis Colts beat the Ravens. Uh, basically killed everybody's survivor pool, because I know the Jaguars and Ravens were very popular. Uh, all I three of us... I yeah. was the Jaguars pick. <laughs> all three of us had the Jaguars. Matt had it too. He sent us a text. Um, are the Jaguars good? Or, like, what's going on I don't know if they're good. I don't know. Like, I, I don't what's know going if they're on? good. Because, <laughs> like... So... I mean, I guess they have to be good, but, like... They play in this division. They could. They should be a twelve-win team. When, but like, when they, you should be beating up on the Colts and the Texans, and exactly they got beat up by the Texans, like bad. Um, I don't. I don't really know where. Exi- like, it just doesn't look the same as they did last year. Like, they just don't look as like they. But to be fair, the Jaguars did kind of just start to get hot at the end. Like, do you think maybe they were like a little bit like just riding on like just they were they just got hot at the right time. And they won the playoff game because the Chargers are just choke artists, I guess. Like, they weren't that good to start the year. Like, they just, they won, like, six of the last seven games or something like that. And they beat the Titans the last week for the division. And they won, like, no, what, nine and eight? Like, that's not nothing, anything, wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure they started last year, I want to say three and seven. And I think you're that right. I think they about finished right. yeah, around they nine and, six and eight. One. Yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah. So, so like, they might, I, I think myself, I may have jumped the gun on them a little bit. Um, I, Trevor Lawrence does not look like an MVP candidate. Um, I think there's only really a couple guys like MVP candidates, and it's Tua, and I guess Mahomes. you always got to throw Mahomes in there, but we'll get to that, you know, at a later date. But Lawrence was a pretty popular pick, like, to make that next jump and be in, like, that top three, top five. I don't think he is. I don't think he's moved at all. I don't think, I don't think he's not better than anybody else that he was behind when he started the year. Mm-hmm. And Calvin Ridley's been non-existent since week one. Like, he had that yeah. huge... Honestly, it was a huge opening drive for the Jaguars, and then he just hasn't really done anything since then. Yeah, he kind of tweaked his knee a bit um, when he ran into the the field goal post in week two when I saw on the mm-hmm. touchdown. 
but he came back in that game, so I don't really know how bad it was, and he played this game, but the Jaguars really just couldn't get anything going, and Derek Stanley was out too, so their, their number one corner was gone, and the Jaguars still could not get anything going. They were down like 17 nothing, and I was like, it was and then every time yeah. they were about to get back in it, it was a big play for the Texans, like punt return, deep pass, so they really never had a shot. Yeah, and um, speaking for the Texans, I don't remember, was it you or Matt that said C.J. Stroud could win rookie of the year? Okay. Um, they got that win now. They need like four more, and then it's like, okay, this is the real thing. So I remember saying, I think C.J. Stroud's stats are inflated because he's playing from behind, and I was saying all that stuff. He kind of proved me wrong this week. Like, he did it right from the start. He got them the lead. He got them the win. He played very well. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to give you your flowers for that one. I think that was a pretty good take last week. Lived up to the hype this week. Um, But are the Texans, like, can we expect this going forward from them? Or was this just a let's go to our division rival and beat them type of game? Um, I'm looking at their schedule right now, and they have the Steelers next week. And the Steelers defense is pretty good, but it's not anything like, you know, it's it's no 85 Bears. Um, The Falcons... The Saints, the Panthers, the Bucks. These are all pretty tough defenses. Uh, yeah. the Saints, um, not crazy the offenses. I mean, not- also, the Bucks are playing pretty well, but I don't, I don't know how really good their defense is. Um, I think they're over. They're over. They're, they're. I'm still saying they're over. They're overperforming a bit. They're just whatever. Um, but the Steelers next week, we'll see if they keep it up. If they beat the Steelers next week, um, I'm all in. I would say CJ Stroud of the year. Texans are officially next up and i would and i would say watch out jaguars because the texans may become you next year if you don't pick it up yeah so i'll agree with that and then moving on to the colts now who were not with anthony richardson garner Minshew started played the whole game even took a safety out of the back of the end zone and the colts still somehow won this game in baltimore i don't really know how the colts won this game if i'm being honest like i don't know what they did to contain lamar like this defense was not very good the past few weeks and for them to just completely shut down the Ravens at home was very surprising to me. Yeah, it was... Well, they had the overtime, and the Ravens, they had a possession, and they, and they went for a fourth down. They got to like midfield and, and missed it, I believe. But Gardner Minshew is one of those quarterbacks that he won't really lose you any games, but he'll never win you a game. And that's why I think he doesn't have a job. Like, starting job. Like, I think, like, there's no reason, like... Like, you know, he had those couple games with Jacksonville where he was, like, just came out swinging and just, yep. you know, everyone was loving him. But, like, you know, once he came back down to earth, it was like, all right, this guy's, like, just whatever. Like, he's a borderline starter. And he showed that this week. He didn't lose them the game. Like, you know, when you have a rookie like Anthony Richardson and, you know, he's still at that point in his career where he's played two games and he's not, like, you know, yet, like, this game-breaking, like, you know, clutch. Like, he's not, he's not like, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Like, and he's not Jalen Hurts or, um, you know, Cam Newton or similar, you know, mobile quarterbacks. Um, uh, Minshew doesn't win you games, but he doesn't lose you games. He did not lose the Colts this game. They scored, what, 19 points? Was it 19-16, the final score? Yeah. So, yeah, and they had overtime. So, the, so he scored 16 points, and the defense had a fantastic game uh, against an offense that was severely injured. My bad, 22-19, Tw- like, really, my bad. Oh, okay, so, so it was 19 points going into the overtime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Ravens were ridiculously injured, as they always are. It's, but, I don't know. I'm not really, like, I'm not looking twice at this Colts one. I think they're going to go back into where they should be uh, next week. Yeah, just chalk it up to weather, because it was, like, rainy there. So, you, you know, you just throw that one out. Um, yeah. 
So the Jaguars lost at home as, I believe it was 10-point favorites. The Ravens lost at home as 8-point favorites. And then the Dallas Cowboys lost on the road as 13-point favorites. If you're still alive in your survivor pool, first off, congrats, because those were the three most popular picks, I assume. Um, so if you made it past that, congrats, your league's probably almost over. Um, but the <laughs> Cowboys went to Arizona, and I said it last week, the Cardinals had not won a home game in, like, 10 or 12 home games. So it was over the course of multiple seasons and somehow Josh Dobbs led this team to a victory and we named the Cowboys as the best NFL team in our last episode. So that did not age well whatsoever for us. Um, I don't understand how a team could just fully dominate the Giants and the Jets and then the Cardinals who are very similar like level wise as the Jets, I mean probably even worse than them if we're being completely honest, and they just they were in control the entire game. Yeah. Um I mean shout out Josh Dobbs. He something about him is just like he just like makes plays you're like it's like why is Josh Dobbs doing this to us? But maybe he's just like that. Well it's his first career win. I believe it's his seventh NFL season. It's his first win. I mean obviously he's only started a handful of games, but he yeah. finally gets his first win. <laughs> Well, you know, shout out Josh Jobs. I'm happy for him. Um, but to Dallas, um, where do they? What's what's their deal now? I would say that's. You know, I'm not gonna like you know start going going all these um, jumping the gun takes over one loss, but they were down to a team that had significantly less talent than them, and they couldn't score any points. That's bad. When if you can't come back against the Cardinals, you will not come back against the Eagles. You won't come back against the 49ers. Um, it's gonna be really interesting to see. I don't. I think Dak looked pretty bad, and Dak had one of those Dak games where you're like, you know, he goes out and throws for 400 yards, but then the next week he is just looking like a bottom eight quarterback or bottom seven quarterback, just bad. Like so, I mean, chalk it up to just Dak's inconsistency, but. Uh, I don't think it's anything room for panic. I think they still have a pretty. They let's be, let's be real. Like we thought, the Dallas was probably the second best team in the division. They're still not in danger of losing that spot to either the Giants or the Commanders. So I think it doesn't really change much. Yeah, and it's just surprising overall because like they ran the ball very well. Like Tony Pollard had 122 yards. The team itself averaged over five and a half yards a carry. Like if you're doing that, you should be able to beat these yeah. lower tier teams. And they just struggled the entire game got the first Dak pick of the year it just wasn't wasn't really ever in danger the Cardinals really controlled it which was surprising so shout out your uh your Cardinals yeah got I'm happy like I want the win I think all right I'm gonna say something and I don't know if it's crazy or not but I want your take on it if Kyler Murray was healthy to start the year would the Cardinals be 3-0 and right now first week was who uh, the Commanders, they lost by, I think it was like five, and oh, they didn't, yeah, okay. the and they didn't okay, score an yeah, offensive yeah. touchdown. They scored and they were on winning that, that whole game, right? For the most part, uh, Sam Howell had a late comeback. Uh, sure, like they didn't, why not? I mean, they didn't I score see, an offensive touchdown. I see touchdown. no reason why the answer is no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I don't think a Kyler Murray-led offense would have like those four three-and-outs in a row the way they were against the Giants, and I think a Kyler Murray-led offense has a little bit more... Um, ability to just kind of keep the clock moving and him being like a legitimate, you know, Pro Bowl level quarterback. So I'll I'll say there's a very good chance. I don't know if the answer is yes, 
Um, but I'll say good chance. All right, I'll, I'll take that. I mean, I'm happy for the win. I, again, I don't think they'll get more than four or five wins this year, but that's still going to be a bottom, a top five pick. So I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. Another, just another blowout, Chiefs-Bears. This game was never close. I, uh, I need to actually check the box score because I need to see what Justin Fields finished with exactly because I saw it once and I'm not sure if it is what he had. Um, let's see. Yep, Justin Fields passed for 99 yards in this game. Um, oh, you must nice. think, yeah, you must think he got hurt or another quarterback came in. No, he played the whole game, had 99 passing yards. Um, threw a touchdown though. He did throw a touchdown late in the game to DJ Moore. Uh, I don't like. I don't know where the Bears really go from here. Like, it's just bad. No. There's no, no there's no go, way to sugar. You go to the it. go to the draft board. You go you go <laughs> you go to SEC schools and scout. Or Pac-12. I guess in this or I this guess year. Pac-12 at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, um, so Caleb Williams, uh, he's probably registering for classes for next semester right now, for next year <laughs> now, because he's not going to Chicago. Um, he'll probably get ten million in NIL money and say, yeah, I'll stick it out for a year, see if somebody else better is worse is bad next year. But no, nah, probably not actually. But yeah, I, I don't I don't really have anything to say about this game. It, it was bad from start to finish. Roshan Johnson did out carry Khalil Herbert though, so something to watch in Chicago backfield. Maybe uh, could be a new number one. But other than that, no, nothing really. Typical game from the Chiefs, blowing out a bad team. So yeah, and they they had their way with them. They were running the ball, passing the ball. Um, I mean, I guess we got to bring it up because everyone's talking about it. Just yes or no, are you sick of all the Taylor Swift news so far? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of it already. I'm kind how, of already how, how sick of it be? a little bit. <laughs> I saw one video where there was like a popcorn machine that was being wheeled out saw of the that, stadium, yeah. and the fans were like, she's in there. And I'm like, all right, like, even if she is, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, I'm sick of it. I'm over it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about Travis Kelce dating Taylor Swift. I don't care. Um, if they wind up being happy forever and after, good for them. But I don't need to see every touchdown Panda Taylor Swift in the owner's box. I mean, in the uh, family box. Well, don't worry, because on Sunday Night Football, I'm sure she'll be at MetLife, because I'm sure she has a place in New York, and what's better than uh, Sunday Night Football? <laughs> yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, have to see that again. But and then, good uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, the last 4 o'clock game, uh, again, another... Really non exciting game. Panthers, Seahawks. Andy Dalton kept it somewhat close in the first half. I mean, the Panthers were winning at halftime, and then just everything fell apart in the second half. Uh, Seattle struggled week one. Great win last week against the Lions, and now a good win at home. It looks like they turned it around. Are you are you back on the Seattle hype now? Yeah. Um, I'm thrilled the Johns to play them in prime time next week. It's going to be great. Um, oh, that's so- Monday, right? Yeah, it's Monday. Is it so, uh, Seattle or New York? New York, I want to say. Ooh, okay, because if it's in Seattle, there's no ch- no chance Daniel Jones is winning that game. <laughs> like, at yeah, all. Like, um, it has to be home. No, it has to be home. They just played on the road twice. There's no way it's a three straight road games out west. Uh, yeah, it's at New York. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Kenneth Walker looked really good. Um and Gino seemed to be figuring it back out. Lockett and DK were not doing anything crazy, but they had they had uh, some good games. Um, shout out Seattle too; they figured it back, figured it back out. Um, Panthers kind of with how how you expected though, not being able to really hold that lead and come out strong in the second half after they uh, with, with a backup quarterback. One of those games where it's like, okay, you have your backup quarterback, 
um, it's hard to like hold on to. What was this? was it a high scoring game? No, right? It was thirty seven twenty seven. So I mean, kind of oh, yes, was. So but it was okay. it was a lot late. I think Seattle scored uh twenty eight or twenty nine in the second half. Okay. Yeah. So it was one of those games where like all right, we have the lead at half. Like now you got to try to hold on to it. And when the worst team is trying to hold on to a lead, obviously always significantly harder than if the good team is trying to hold on to a lead. Agree. And I hope uh, I hope Andy Dalton and Adam Thielen took all all the ice baths they need, all the Tylenol they need. I mean, Andy Dalton threw the ball fifty eight times, and Adam Thielen had eleven catches. Like. That's that's a lot for the two of them, so I hope they're doing all right today. Yeah, but maybe he's uh maybe Adam Thielen's back. I don't know. He might be. I mean, it's not a great. He's the number one on a mediocre offense, so I'm not going, not looking into it too much. Yeah, no. And then um, the last game on Sunday, Steelers Raiders. Matt Steelers pulled out the win. Um, I don't know if the Steelers won this game or if the Raiders lost this game. I don't understand what the Raiders are doing late in the fourth quarter. Um, so I actually was unable to catch the end of that game. Um, I was not home, and I heard from Twitter and from both of you and Matt that Josh McDaniels did something super dumb at the end of the game. Was it a clock management thing? Give me a, give me a thirty second breakdown. So there's two minutes to go in the game, and it's fourth and goal from the eight yard line. Okay. And you're down by eight points. Okay. If you were a coach, what would you do from fourth and goal down eight with less than two minutes, or just about two minutes to go? He kicked, didn't he? He kicked the field goal to go down by five. All right. I don't have to do anything else. Um, that's it. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I don't understand. Like, even if you get the three and out, you still need a touchdown. I, I don't I don't know why you don't. No, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to that. I hate that. That's like when the Packers did it against the Bucks in the playoffs. Um, I hate that. So, yeah. But it seemed. Uh, I think Najee got banged up a little bit. I saw him got hurt. I'm not sure exactly how bad it is. I haven't heard much about it today. I was trying to keep a close monitor of it. Um, I know Devontae Adams had an absurd game. Insane. And yep. People were saying Devontae Adams, like he had Rodgers, then he had Derek Carr, now he has Jimmy G. Is he, is he like, is, is Jimmy G going to hold him back? People, like I said, did not realize Derek Carr was bad last year, and he was still very good, Devontae Adams. Jimmy G is like, honestly, maybe like kind of the perfect quarterback for Devontae, not perfect, obviously Rodgers was, but like a very good, because he can be just a perfect safety blanket, and Devontae Adams being a great route runner, and great hands. What better than somebody who can just pretty much run every route in the entire field and just get that and just get that first down whenever you need it? So Devontae Adams and Jimmy G seem to be going strong. Jimmy G, I think, is got treated for um, concussion. I think, a I think right? concussion. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, he he had a rough game. He had four sacks and three picks. That's not a uh, not yeah. ideal. Steelers defense is legit. Um, I'm sure Matt's happy about that. Um, if only gripe I have with the Steelers defense is Alex Highsmith. Did absolutely nothing this week. Last week, he was the AFC Defense Player of the Week. He had seven tackles, a sack, a pick six, a forced fumble, a tackle for a loss. Literally did nothing this week. Had a Great zero on the statue. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's my only gripe with their defense. But, TJ Watt, legit. Minka Fitzpatrick, legit. Like, their their defense will carry them. And, um, shout out to Matt Canada, who got a promotion. <laughs> yeah, I saw he's becoming a more prominent role in the offense. I don't know what he did to deserve it, but... I just don't know I, what he was doing before. Like, in what world is the OC not talking to the quarterback every day? I feel like that's part of the yeah, job. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I may, well, let's see, uh, let's see next week and see how, uh, how his, his, 
being in Kenny Pickett's ear is really doing well. So, and then uh, yeah, so just games tonight though. Yeah, so before we wrap up, um, you're obviously going to be seeing this after these games have concluded. We'll just give a quick little breakdown. Uh, I'll go first with the Eagles and Bucks. I'm expecting a big game from AJ Brown because he had a bad game last week, so I think it's just going to alternate with him and uh, Smith basically throughout the season. I think the Bucks might actually keep this game somewhat close, but I could see I could see the Eagles dropping 35 points, and I wouldn't be too surprised. Uh, I think the I think Jalen Hurts will get in a rhythm. Baker maybe starts off hot, but I think they'll fade later on in the game. Yeah, it's a really good defense, and it's um, could be something that Baker will struggle with. Uh, I think that AJ Brown and Devontae Smith take going back and forth. Um, I think that could be uh, a theme we do see for sure. But I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, they're on the road, and I think the Bucks could keep it close. I think it's going to be like a like a mid twenties to low twenties game, like a twenty seven to like twenty like three or something like that. You know, so like not like exactly like perfect score like that, like untouched touchdowns and field goals. But I think it'll be somewhat in that realm. Um, the Bucks could score twenty points for sure. So. Uh, and then the Rams game, they still haven't, at this point, at 6.51, they still haven't committed to Burrow, uh, it, if he's starting or not, so. I, I think he is, like, I feel like he is, I don't know. I'm getting the feeling yeah. he is going to play. If they haven't ruled him out yet, I'm going to say he probably is. So, Burrow plays, I'm going to say the Bengals get this win. I yeah, see I, no reason why they I wouldn't. agree. So, uh, the Rams, I think the magic runs out here, but Puka Nakua could have 15 catches for 165 <laughs> yards and 7 touchdowns. We'll see. Um, but I think I'm picking the Bengals here um, on the assumption that Burrow does play. If Burrow does not play, I am going to give my non-expert opinion to the Rams. I'm going to say the Rams keep it going. Yeah, I agree with you with that. I don't think um, – if Burrow doesn't play, I don't think this game is going to be very exciting. So, uh, no. not nothing too crazy there. Um, yeah, I think that's basically it. Tom, do you have anything else you wanted to mention about week three or – no, nothing else. Just uh, catch us in a couple days for the week four uh, preview. Yeah, so like I said, we'll be doing a little bit of a mailbag. Leave anything down below in the comments. We'll go through them for Friday's episode. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like. We really appreciate it. And um, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Peace.